Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are keeping it moving here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM, live from downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. Stormy Bonantoni and Jonathan Von Tobel with you. We just wrapped up a really good conversation on the Vegas Golden Knights with their TV analyst, Shane Knighty. And as we were talking to him, we got the news that Jamie Benn, captain of the Dallas Stars, was speaking uh, with media availability since he didn't after getting ejected from yesterday's game with the early game misconduct less than two minutes into the game. And I, it's just been so fun following Twitter in the commercial break and reading the different comments that people are saying based on this quote of him saying that his stick was basically like a, a landing yeah. point for him. What was the exact quote? So he said, uh, Jamie Ben spoke to media, said he wished he wouldn't have fallen on stone and used his stick, quote, as a landing point essentially trying to break his fall. Um, as I have said and made the obvious joke, he was trying to break something, and it was not his fault. Uh, look, I have way more respect for guys who would just come out and be like, yeah, man, like I was pissed. We were losing. I wanted to take it out on him. He's arguably their best player, and if I take him out, guess what? We could probably win this series. But wouldn't you have more respect for somebody like that who just came out and really just told the truth? Oh. Like, we know we're watching it because, it honestly, it's insulting to anybody out there that you would try to pull this. Don't consider me an idiot, Jamie Ben. We just, watched what you did. It's just, it's so, but again, to, to what you said, like, I'm laughing, but it's not funny, obviously. Kind of I funny. love this tweet from Travis Yost. Jamie Ben is five minutes from asking why Mark Stone violently threw his neck at his stick. It's true. Because that's just, I mean, it's. it's. He's, he's standing over him. He's bent down. He looks at him and, like, throws his stick and into his head. And look at Stone. Right. Hands up. No, it's like, no, daddy, no. That's what it reminds me. That's weird. No, it's from, have you seen Hot Rod? From? No. Okay. Never mind. I'll move on from that. Yeah, that was, <laughs> you need to throw that, that in. That got yeah. dark fast. Yeah, you need Apologies to throw the end in there. That was a little odd. Listeners. A little odd. Anyways, uh, you want to look at it, some NFL Either markets? way, we'll put, we'll put a bow on it this way. Jimmy Ben, you're kind of an idiot. Like, don't try to pull this on us, okay? Say what you did, move on, yes. get your punishment, let's go. I highly recommend anyone else out there watches Hot Rod. We're going to take a look at some of the uh, market. There's some new markets that keep popping up on DraftKings. Now yes. that the schedule is out and there's different things to look through, 
different markets keep popping up every single day, I feel like. And there are now numbers for most wins and most losses this season in the NFL. And you have been very vocal about the Tennessee Titans, in your opinion, being what you feel could be one of the worst, if not the worst teams in the National Football League this year. What did you think? of their number to have the fewest wins this season. Uh, it was 14 ex- to 1. It was exactly what I was looking for. Um so I was I didn't want anything like 9 to 1 or 8 to 1. You know, I wanted something that I could look at and go, "Okay, like this is something that's worth playing." And I, I think that's totally the case when you're talking about in the range of 14 to 1. And again, you're playing on the thought of, "Okay, what are the what are some of the extremes? What are the probables of some of these extremes?" And and I do think it's fair to consider the Tennessee Titans team that I think can go under their win total and is a win total bet that I am on is if you're looking at Tennessee stormy and the things that go wrong for them do, let's say they start their season out, they go like one and four uh, in some to- tightly contested games. They're starting to fall behind in the AFC. You have two young quarterbacks. Ryan Tanhill continues his steady decline in terms of production as a quarterback. Well, all of a sudden you're looking around and you're going, if you're Tennessee, we, whether it's Willis or whether it's Levis, we have to find out what we have with these guys. Tannehill is clearly, we're done with this one. He came in, performed admirably. We had some good years with him, but this is about it. You could, I think it's a very realistic scenario that the Tennessee Titans steer into the youth movement and go, you know what? Let's just see what we got. If there's something with Derrick Henry, either trade it and or shut down for the year, and you just get a team that's trying to increase its draft stock while trying to find out what they have at quarterback, I I think it's a realistic scenario to think about this team and the probability that they're going to have the worst record in the NFL being much higher than 14 to 1 than the market really says. The Arizona Cardinals, meanwhile, the favorite, their win total set at just four and a half. You don't know when you're going to get Kyler Murray back on the field, coming back from injury himself. The Houston Texans there, the second shortest shot at eight to one. D'Amico Ryans, by the way, playing the game, whether it means it or not, saying that they're not just giving the job to C.J. Stroud, who they drafted number two overall in this year's draft. But I mean, Frank Reich had a similar approach when he was talking about Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers. You have to earn the opportunity, certainly. They're coming off a 3-13 and one season a year ago, season win total set at six and a half for them. And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right there at nine to one as well, despite playing in what on paper is the easiest division in football, mm-hmm. what it looks like. Um, they are still considered the worst of that bunch as they begin the post Tom Brady era. I will say that I think of the two that you just mentioned, Houston and Tampa Bay. Would you agree that you'd rather go with Tampa Bay for having the worst record than Houston? Yeah, I I I do because I am somebody that actually is pretty optimistic about Houston this year. As much as you can be for a team of their ilk, right? Yes. I mean, I look at a guy like D'Amico Ryan who comes over from San Francisco, knows how to get the most out of a defense, and the Texans certainly are going to need that. You have a young quarterback. You bring in Will Anderson as well. They are going to hopefully get star power out Mm -hmm. of those players. Um, I I like the Slowick, who they also bring over as a – for, as their coordinator, also from San Francisco. They did a lot of good things at the personnel that they brought in, too. And so I feel like there's a lot of reason for optimism, at least with the Texans. With the Buccaneers, you have Baker Mayfield, who's on his fourth team now in four years, mm-hmm. competing with Kyle Trask for the starting quarterback job. Who do you think ends up being the long-term quarterback for the Bucs? I'm sure. I, long-term? Oh, I don't think he's on the like, roster. Is it, that's what I was going to say. Is, yeah. is it the draft situation yes. next year where yeah. they tank for – Whatever they can. Caleb Williams. I mean, I think so. It or is the Drake Caleb May. Williams sweepstake. I know Mike Pritchard likes the Rams there at 10 to 1. Greater for Caleb. Um, yeah. I mean, I, the Rams could be one too. The Rams are an interesting team, only that. So it was so many things went wrong for them when it came to injuries along the offensive line, injuries to their quarterback, where I could actually foresee a scenario where 
the Rams come out this year and look a lot closer to the team. I say closer, not the team, but closer to the team that won the Super Bowl than they do the worst team in the NFL. I think that there's something there for them, especially with an offense that if, if you're going to have healthy production from Matt Stafford, there's That's a, a big, base. Big correct. If. Right, exactly. So I'm not, it's not like I'm running to bet Rams overs or futures, but I still think there's a, a universe in which they come out. And even when I say closer to that story, I mean like, a a seven to nine win team, and that's right where they're you know right above where their win total is, and like kind of competing for a wild card spot. I don't think like a true threat maybe to win. You also look at where they're at in terms of like their own schedule, right in the middle of the pack in terms of strength of schedule based on win totals. So I, I don't think it would be crazy to look at the Rams as you know just barely eking over their win total, maybe competing for an NFC wild card spot by the time we get to the last four weeks of the season. Before we move to most wins here quickly. Any other teams that stand out to you in yes. this in terms of the number? Two things. So, least wins. Las Vegas Raiders. If they are so they're a team that I call hanging on a razor's edge where if Jimmy Garoppolo is injured, he's been perfectly healthy so far, and if he's going to miss <laughs> some time, then all of a sudden you're looking around and you're like, "All right, well, we got Brian Hoyer, we got Aiden O'Connell. I don't know what that is in terms of an offense." Um sorry, Brian Hoyer, he was a serviceable backup for a while. I don't think he's got that much left in him. And this defense is not going to be very good, I don't think. So if you're all of a sudden talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe for some reason not being available at the start of the season, and then you look at their schedule. I mean, look at this. Broncos, Bills, Steelers, Chargers, Packers, most of those games coming on the road, those are all losable games for the Las Vegas Raiders. And I include road games against the Bears and, of course, the Lions. Two in prime time. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is, I think, a team that things could go belly up really quickly for the Raiders, especially if things don't go well at the quarterback position for them. And you're looking around and going, all right, like, again, if I'm trying to find the extremes and what's, like, at least has a higher probability of happening, I think the Raiders completely imploding actually has a higher probability happening than the market is is assuming here. So I think that's one for the least wins. And this one's a little wild. And I, I think, you know, I know how Matt Humans feels about this team, so he would scoff at this. But if you're looking around, one of the big reasons, the Eagles were a good team last year. I don't want to sell them short. But one of the big reasons why the Eagles racked up as many wins as they did was because they had one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. Correct. Could it be possible? It was the easiest, wasn't it? Yes. yes. Thank you. Um, could it be possible that a team that I think is going to show some real improvement this year, that has an easy schedule, that is playing the NFC South and is in the AFC South, could I interest you in about 20-1 to 1 on the Jacksonville Jaguars having the best record in the NFL? Only, again, we see this a lot where you'll see a team have a very strong record, but in terms of what they actually are as a team, they're not really that good. You know, we've seen like the Titans, for example, win a one seed. In reality, you looked at all the numbers, you're like, oh, that team's really not that good, and it played out that way. Yeah. They weren't really that good. I think we could get a similar scenario with Jacksonville where they actually don't, in the grand scheme of things, threaten for a championship, but because of the way their schedule breaks and the improvements that they could have, that you could luck up and be like, hey, Jacksonville's kind of competing for maybe one of the best records in the National Football League. And I don't think it would be out of that world, especially when you're talking about the prices that you're getting for them to do it. That also is another reason why I think that the Houston Texans, there's reason for optimism because the division is so bad. But yeah. Except for the Colts. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't mean to go there for you personally. But no, I think that... We are going to be the, really good. I, I probably wouldn't play it, but I definitely understand the rationale behind it. And But if, what if... No, I'm just playing. I was going to grill you like you were grilling me during and the break. I was not grilling you about the dang Miami Heat. Move on, man. Which we will discuss that series again later on in this hour. But I feel like if the Jags were able to make 
such a substantial leap in just one season with Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence starting to play more to his potential and to the generational talent that was drafted coming mm-hmm. out of Clemson, then there's absolutely reason that they that they can still growing on that. But this is that conversation that Michael Lombardi has all the time on the program is the jump from good to great. Do they have the makings to take that step? But in my argument, I don't think they make the jump to great. I just think they make the jump to taking advantage of a really easy schedule. Okay. And think about it, too. I mean, look, at you even talk about their schedule. I mean, the consecutive games in London where they're going to be in a little bit of an advantage over a team like the Buffalo Bills, they're going to be waiting for them. Bills going to come but in. is that an advantage? I thought you were the one that was on the program saying you didn't think that that was as much no, of an No, I was bringing up all sides. I was like, can it be or can it not be? you got to think about everything. You said they're actually being pulled out of their norm that makes them feel so said comfortable. it could be. I'm just, I asked. Uh, I prime, but uh, look, if you right. want to try to, like, you know, grill me on these things, that's fine. I'm just trying Pull to the tape. understand you wow. better because the we had this conversation, and I just don't know aggressive. which way is up with you sometimes. The Kansas City Chiefs are your favorite for the most regular season wins at 4-1, to one, followed by the Eagles, Bengals, Bills, and San Francisco 49ers. we got to take a break. We'll be back here on the Lombardi line coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com and check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits another way vcin is here to make you a more informed, better year-round. You can check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. To the Lombardi line, we saw the Nuggets sweep, get the brooms out, mm-hmm. against the Los Angeles Lakers earlier this week. The Celtics, however, would not allow that to happen yesterday against the Miami Heat. And now a lot of folks, including 
You, Mr. Jonathan Von Tobel, think the Boston Celtics could be live to make history this postseason? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think the probability, at least where we were before the series, um, shifted back to Boston, said absolutely this team could do it. If, you know, when you look at the way there's like swings, you know, people call it momentum, whatever you want to call it. But when you have tangible you know, percentages tied to some of these outcomes in the sports betting market, you can make arguments uh, one way or the other. And I just thought that before game three, when you looked at the way the market adjusted on Miami, that it was too strong of an adjustment. And when you talk about that, Stormy, then like the tentacles spread out from that. Well, if I think that the market has adjusted this too much for this game, well, the series prices are tied to that. So it's a trickle-down effect. If there's value in or an over-adjustment in that game, it's probably an over-adjustment in the series and other spots, thus making the bet for the Celtics to win the NBA Finals in 14-1. Different ways to attack it. You've brought it up. Will Hill, our contributor here at VSIN, uh, bet the Boston Celtics to win the series, which is one way to do it, too. And uh, I just kind of took the bigger number and expected that if the probability is right, I think there's a higher probability they can win the series. And if they somehow make it out, they will be favored over the Denver Nuggets to be a position to do something with that if I so choose. So so pushing that into, I'm trying to like think about the MVP market as well. And if there's another way to potentially buy in on this team, the numbers aren't going to be as high, but yeah. is there a player or person you think that, could be worth a bet in that market as well from a future standpoint? No, I mean, so at this point, I would say no, because the adjustment has been made, thus all the other adjustments have been made. So I think we're right around where we should be. And I also think you never want to get too cute with things. So, you know, I had somebody ask me like, hey, I've got, you know, I've got a, uh, a series ticket. This was before the series ended. I've got, a, I've got a ticket on the Nuggets. I think it was like to win the Western Conference. Um, what should I do? You know, can I still bet like Anthony Davis to win uh, Western Conference MVP? And my response is, well, in that, like, no, like you're tied to something, right? Which is, you have the Nuggets winning this thing. Your best situation is bet on the other team to do it, if you so choose. And in this case, you know, not wanting to get too cute, there are still multiple scenarios in which Jason Tatum does not win Finals MVP, for example, if we're going to use best player on the team, uh, or excuse me, Eastern Conference Finals MVP, and or you know, Jalen Brown. There's so many different little outcomes, I think, in a market like that, where I don't think you're feeling really too comfortable. And especially when you're talking about Finals MVP, where not only do you still have to win the series and then you have to get there and then you have to have that player then do something in that series. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I think if you if you really want to get involved here, your, your best option is just to dive in and bet the Boston Celtics if you don't think the adjustment has been made enough uh, as opposed to trying to get somebody here to win this thing. For this market in general, though, just while we have it up, Nikola Jokic, a minus 185, odds on favorite now to win it all with the Nuggets, a top seed in the Western Conference finally establishing themselves and, mm -hmm. and showing why they were the top team in the regular season, now proving that in the postseason. Is there another name that is worth a bet at a longer number? Well, so yes, but it, it, so it depends. So for example, right, so we'll go with like Nikola Jokic. It, like you said, you know, a minus 185. I don't know if many Nuggets are bettable only because, again, if the Celtics go on to win this series – then you're going to be sitting on, for example, Nikola Jokic at minus 185 when, if they're playing the Celtics, he'll be like plus 105 to win it. You know, you won't have the best number. Maybe maybe you might be an odds-on uh, favorite, but not as big as that. And to your point, if you're digging anywhere else for the Denver Nuggets, the obvious choice is Jamal Murray. If Jamal Murray has the capabilities of lighting any team up, we saw him in the first half of that game. Was it game three or game four? Whatever, he scores you know, 30 points at, I think it was game three. Um, absolutely dominant. And then Nikola Jokic comes in in the fourth quarter, cleans everything yep. up. But I don't think you're going too deep for Denver. You know, if Michael Porter Jr. can have one or two good games, he's not going to be the reason why the Denver Nuggets win a series against either Miami or Boston. 
you know, um, even go further down the list. Aaron Gordon is not going to have the offensive capabilities of doing that. And media members, sadly enough, do not evaluate defense well enough that you would think that a guy like that is going to be able to do it. So if you're talking about the Denver Nuggets, you're only going one deep outside of Nikola Jokic, and that's Jamal Murray. And if the Heat come out of this series with the Boston Celtics, they still do have a three games to one advantage, which is significant. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Jimmy Butler or bust? Oh, for the Miami? Absolutely. Yeah. Like has to be. Yes. No, there's, there's, there is no other player that's winning that award. But at, what, so at what point would you bet that? Because like, just if you're playing the numbers in your head, if the Heat close out this series and you have odds up for just players from the Nuggets and Heat, where does that four to one go? I mean, if you want, like, so for right now, these, again, these are finals. Or are you thinking MVP that odds. this correct? Yeah. But, so. are, but I'm saying, are you thinking that the Celtics are gonna win this game, so that's gonna switch things around mm-hmm. even more again? So maybe you can get Jimmy Butler at a better number ahead of Game Six. Like, are you thinking it from that perspective at all? Yeah, I mean, you could, but then you always have to factor in, like, okay, what are we looking at for the futures? Like, you always have to make sure you're adjusting for what the futures are gonna look like too. So he might just be an identical number to like the Miami Heat winning the NBA Finals, and you might just do that. You know, at BetMGM, I know we're looking at the BetMGM numbers. Four to one for Butler to win Finals MVP. I think over at BetMGM, they're like the Heat are like three ninety to win. You know, the Finals or somewhere in that so range. It's not worth it, in right? Your like opinion, Jimmy Butler's Jimmy Butler's price is going to be inherently tied to Miami, and the difference between betting those two things is, albeit a very small chance, dare we say, a ninety-three to like seven percent chance, or other way was it ninety-seven to three percent mm-hmm. chance? Maybe there's a three percent chance that Jimmy Butler does not win Finals MVP and the Heat win it. You know, you never want to put yourself in a position. You might say it's only three percent. Maybe the three percent happens, and yeah. that's why I think if you're looking in that again, going back to the "don't get too cute" thing, just bet the Miami Heat to win the NBA Finals. Don't think we can string together a couple Gabe Vincent games. I don't think so. No. <laughs> well, because here's the thing, and I hate to—I don't want to be insulting, but I will. Media members sometimes are simpletons. Like they just look at the biggest name and they're like, "That guy." You know, it, like you can, We have m- many, many examples of guys who have won. MVPs in either series or Super Bowls that should not have been the guy to win it, but because they are the more popular name, they get the award. You know, one of the biggest ones was Oshak Baji when he wins Most Outstanding Player the year that Kansas won the national championship. If you looked at what happened for Kansas over the two games, he should not have even touch that award. And yet, because he was the most recognizable player on that squad, he's going to get it. And it's the same thing here. It is going to be hard to look past some of these names. And it's kind of like Super Bowl MVP. You know, a lot of the times you'll get people when we get to the Super Bowl and they'll go, you know, I think this edge rusher, you know, if he does yeah. this, this, and this, then it's like, okay, I get that's the path you want to walk down, and that's a really logical way to look at it, but sometimes people who decide this just look at it and go, I know that guy, I'm going to vote for him, and like, that's it. Well, and you have to imagine, too, when you get to this stage in the game, if the Miami Heat are going to have success in the NBA Finals, it's going to be on the shoulders and on the back Correct. of a, your superstar in Jimmy Butler stepping his game up and elevating every single game. Yes, you need those role players to perform, and they have thus far in this postseason. We've seen great games from Max Struess and Gabe Vincent, who I mentioned, um, Duncan Robinson. You're not going to forget? Caleb Martin. Thank you. Thank the you. Goat, the goat. Caleb of, Martin. The pride, pride of, of Nevada. That's right. There we go. <laughs> uh, best Mountain West player to come out of all time, I think, right? Of all time? Of all time. I would disagree with that strongly. Why? Wholeheartedly. Why? Who else came out of the mountain? I hate you so much. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi even Leonard. though he did. Ugh, man. Broke my heart again this postseason. And yours. You're a Clippers fan. Uh, look, I'm very pro player. So, you know, Kawhi, you rest up, buddy. We'll win the title next year. Notice I said Love we it. there, too. You know? We. I just, do you get Can upset I, at yourself when you say it? or I, you, you, I actually never say it. You never say it? Never. Never? I'm a jilted and jaded sports fan, so no, I would never say it. I don't mean to. I think that I just, I don't 
grew up with the fandom thing being so strong in my household that oh, I, I did couldn't too. help it. And then you go to the media world and it is, oh, you're on the team now? No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, exactly. You and cover I the team. It. Can I get on my soapbox really quick? Sure. Okay. Haven't you been on it for the last hour and uh, 20 minutes? I mean, clearly the energy's weird here. I don't know what's your problem today, but it's fine. <laughs> I mean, do you want me to say it? Like, I think the Heat are going to win the series. It's all over. That make you feel better? Um, the Celtics are winning this thing. I'm going to go full heel. Um, so there has been a lot of pushback. I want to I want to get on my soapbox for two seconds on this. You have a minute 30. Okay. I'll use all of them. There's been a lot of Vegas doesn't know what they're doing. Can we stop with this for like a brief second? Okay. Because I saw like, you know, members of the media, like a Bomani Jones yesterday, talk about like Vegas just cannot conceptualize what's happening with the Miami that's Heat. That's just the catch-all word that everybody likes to say. Thank you. you that's my point. Like, yes. you know, that's the catch-all word that everybody likes to say. And the other point is... Vegas sets numbers, betters shape the market. And so when you talk about the way that the market moved against Miami before the series started, or the way the market moved in the first three games of this series toward the Boston Celtics, don't go like, Vegas doesn't know what they're doing. No, the betters who are shaping those markets are the ones that are moving those numbers. So it's kind of been my soapbox because I've seen a lot of people tap dancing like, <laughs> Vegas, more times than not, Vegas, to put in air quotes, or the betting market, I'm going to go on a limb storm and say is, eh, they know what they're kind of doing every once in a while. So every, every once in a while. Just every once in a while. <laughs> throw that out there. That's my soapbox thing. No, that's a good point. And I, I get that Vegas is what made this all explode, right? Like this has been the home of, of sports betting and gambling for mm-hmm. years and years and years. And it's only since PAPSPA was repealed a handful of years ago that the rest of the country is getting in with it, the legalized sports betting talk. And so still everybody just goes back to right. Vegas. But come on, it's everywhere. Right. It's everywhere now. Move on. And we're the ones doing it. We got to take a break. Harry Gagnon is going to join us next, host of the Against All Odds pod, former Las Vegas Sportsbook supervisor. Get his picks in the NBA, NHL coming up. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to the vsin.com slash picks page. Sword picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more, as well as the top VSIN experts leaderboard that's new where you can view betting records, profit, and ROI. See which VSIN expert has the hot hand for VSIN Pro picks. Betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now, just $9.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the Lombardi Line. Stormy Bonantoni and JVT with you. We bring in Harry Gagnon, host of the Against All Odds podcast, former sportsbook supervisor at AAO Harry. And Harry, you always come to us from just various places around the world. Where are we this week? It is 7.30 p.m. right now, Stormy. I am in, uh, I'm in Holland. I'm in Amsterdam. <laughs> and I was in, uh, I was in Toronto yesterday. And uh, now I'm in Amsterdam where it's, uh, it's a balmy, like, 67 degrees today. I'll take it. That is lovely. I am very jealous. I, I wanted to tell you, by the way, I got a tweet that came in yesterday from Jeremy Girardi. And it was, a, a quote says, I guess it's not, hilarious when you get arrested for assault at a Bruce Springsteen concert and the response is first of all it's a Springsteen show not a Bruce Springsteen concert you sound ignorant and I really really thought that you would appreciate that someone was sharing that oh that's very very, yeah you know by the way it's funny that uh tomorrow night and Saturday night more Bruce so uh I already sent Mike uh Lombardi a text I told him I'll I'll be sending him some more videos he can't wait there you go he can't wait 
Awesome stuff. And, well, he's still, he's, and he's content, he continues to be jealous. I don't know why he can't. I don't know why he can't make. You gotta, you, yeah, you gotta take him along. You gotta just say, hey, this is we're we're making this happen, Michael. That's all. Really, put your foot down. Really quick, you also right. I, I would recommend since you're out there, Harry, check out Bach. It's a nice little restaurant right there on the river. Uh, you can get a great view, good food, not too expensive. Check it out while you're out there in Amsterdam. Let me know how it goes. Tell okay. JBT sent you. Oh, this. Yeah, JVT. How about that, Stormy? Send me, uh, tell me where to go for that. I can't, well, now I got to check it out. Excellent. Awesome, guys. Okay. This guy. Before this gets out of hand, I just Googled a restaurant and told you to check it oh out. Oh, my God. I've actually never been there, so don't don't, <laughs> don't throw my name around. Let's okay, get, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Let's get to tonight and some of the action that you have coming up. The Florida Panthers have an opportunity to get a sweep in the Eastern Conference Final for the NHL, taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. Slight favorite in this spot, minus 115. Can they get it done? I think they do. It's just this team is just destined. They're unbelievable. I kind of like uh, the under five and a half, too. Uh, Panthers 10-1 and one in their last 11 games in the playoffs. Unbelievable. Matthew Kachuk's been fantastic. Two overtime winners in the series here. It's just a destined to win. I think this Panthers team is amazing. And Bobrovsky in net for Florida has been unbelievable. It's been so fantastic. Nine straight games, guys. Nine straight games. He's given up three goals or less, and that's against Carolina, Boston, and Toronto. I just think it might be the Panthers' year. They just keep continuing to roll. Again, 10-1 and one in their last 11. Give me the Panthers and give me the under 5.5. I, I see this being – I have 3-2 written all over it. All right, I like it. Let's go to what's been a point of contention for the show today. Stormy keeps coming after me, Harry, because uh, I bet the Boston Celtics win the NBA Finals before the game yesterday. So now they are down 3-1, going back home. They are pretty solid favorites back at home. What are you playing here with the Celtics now back at home as a solid favorite against Miami Heat in Game 5? Boy, it is interesting here. You know, I... I... Call me. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fall for it. I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna lay the seven and a half. I think uh, maybe Tatum and the C's are back on track. Uh, I, I'm gonna definitely play Tatum. I know I've, I've played this in the past a uh, uh, couple shows with you guys, but it keeps hitting. Like I'm gonna continue to play Jason Tatum, who again had a fantastic game in Game Four. Uh, seven of nine past games, he's had a double double. Um, let's see a series here. Let's see if we can force a sixth game. Um, I'm going to lay the points with Boston here. Uh, big game. They finally got out of Grant Williams uh, with 29 points, or excuse me, 26 points. And you had uh, uh, Brogdon, who had 12 points in just 16 minutes, to helped out, out the bench, too. Give me the Celtics. Got a little bit of moxie here after winning by 17 on the road in game four. I'm going to take the Celtics. I'm going to lay it. Uh, and again, Tatum for a double double. Yeah, they certainly did look like a rejuvenated team, but. To JVT's point of betting them in the futures market as well, do you think that they turned the tide enough to not only lengthen this series but win it? I, I don't know if they if they win this game, uh, all the momentum obviously is on their side, and all of a sudden there's pressure on the Heat not to get swept. But uh, again, I think at home um, in a game six situation after the Heat just blew a, a game at home, uh, being able to close it out. I think they probably get it done in six. Uh, Vincent Strauss um, and uh, Robinson. And again, um, Martin's been fantastic. Really has been playing fantastic in this postseason. Um, I think those guys contribute in game six and close it out. But I'm going to take Boston. I'm going to lay the points here. Like I said, a little bit of moxie on this team after getting that, uh, that big win yesterday. I'm going to take Boston. I'm going to lay it here. Not going to go after him? 
I think Harry's a very nice gentleman. Mm, okay. I think the Heat are about to get the floor wiped with them. Stop. They're going to get smoked. Stop with this. Smoked That's just, every so, step of the way. I know that you're... Yeah, he, no, go. he doesn't believe that. He's just doing this to rile me up because I have so much invested in the Miami Heat. Like, yes, like, fortunately, you. my spread bets have already been... Like fine, they look great. We're right. we're feeling good, you know, mm-hmm. about all of that. But I did. Oh. I bet the Heat before the series. I bet back in them, in on them after they won Game Two at minus one eighty. And so I just, I really need the Heat to get this done. And instead of just saying J- JVT saying I feel this way, he's just digging deeper into every wound that I have, throwing salt into it. So it's just one of those situations for us here today on the program, Harry. I hear. You also, though, have been doing a good job of of paying attention to Major League Baseball on a regular basis. Is there a game that stood out to you on the card coming up today? You know, it's funny. Uh, Again, me and my math uh, sometimes don't equal uh, the correct uh, answer. I gave out out the D-backs thinking that uh, the game, I I guess I didn't check the time. I know they're in the first inning. I really did like the D-backs today, if you want to bet. In-game wagering, everybody. You can still bet in-game wagering by the D-backs, but I love that, Zach Gallen, uh, even though it started. That was the game. I thought this game, by the time I would come on with you guys, it wouldn't have happened, started. But I, I, yeah, I, can't, I can't add right, I guess. So it's about 6-2 and two this year, ERA under 3. Uh, Arizona's second-best record in the National League on the road. Um, in-game wagering, how about you jump on the D-backs? I think they're actually up one nothing. That's the game that I liked in, in, uh, in Major League Baseball today. Hey. Look, Harry, who hasn't been all the way in Amsterdam and just forgotten some time zone changes? You know what I mean? We've all been there. Uh, so yeah. let's talk big picture. Major League Baseball, I've made two futures bets in Major League Baseball. Let's start yeah. with the one that I think I feel the most confident in because I do think they're going to start to turn things around. I bet the Cardinals win the National League at about 20-1. to 1. I think it's exactly 21-1. to 1. What do you make of this Cardinals team? few games under five hundred, but they've been playing a much better baseball, positive run differential. I think they've got all the makings of a team that's going to dig out of a hole and be pretty competitive here. I like that team, you know, uh, for the for the beginning of the season, JVD, like they were losing all these games, yet they still led the Mar- uh, Na- uh, National League in batting average. Arenado's been unbelievable. What a Terry's been on. Goldschmidt's fantastic, too, uh, reigning NL MVP. Uh, they're five back in the division, uh, just a half game back of the Cubs for third. Uh, Pittsburgh's been uh, floundering lately. Uh, I think this is a team that's on the rise. Taking the Cardinals is definitely worth a shot here. And they do have a fantastic offense. What about the Texas Rangers? I feel like I'm, what's the Will Ferrell line? Because you've been using movie lines. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Like, I'm looking at this lineup, Harry. They're freaking awesome. They're deep. They have an MVP contender in Simeon. This uh, the pitching staff is holding up somewhat nicely. You're still getting this team in the range of 21 to win the World Series. Why is the market kind of tepid on believing in this Texas team? Because the Rangers are awesome offensively. Great point. They are awesome offensively. Um, a two-game lead over Houston. Yep. Uh, fantastic in uh, in their division too. Uh, Eleven and four uh, against their division. Uh, that's uh, five more wins than Houston has in the division. Um, fantastic team. Listen, this team's loaded too, and every you know everyone's still going to bet Houston because of you know their history, obviously, and not give Texas any credit. But this team is offensively loaded, and I don't think you really have to worry about the Angels so much. Seattle's been kind of a disappointment this year at 500. I thought they were going to be better. Why not Texas? Why not? All right, hold on a second. You will have to worry about the Angels. Let's just get that clear. All right, let's. Mm. I'm an Angels fan here. Okay. Right now, so you know. Oh, okay, yeah. that's right. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, well, you know, 
Awesome. I will ask you this then. Are you, you got to be kind of happy with four games over 500 at this point of the season. After oh, God, don't let him season. pump the tires more. Oh, Every wait. commercial break, four games over 500. That's right. Four games over, and I can't wait for them to end the season four games over and waste a year with Shohei Otani, and then he walks. I, I'm so ready for it. Here. Well, so Everyone, everyone makes the wild card in, in playoffs and baseball this year. So throw throw the Angels in for a mix of a, some shot of a wild card. Who knows? Right. Harry, it's weird for me to say at ten forty in the morning, but have an awesome night. Appreciate you doing this. Awesome guys, take care. Thanks. <laughs> Seven forty p.m. Mm-hmm. for him out there. Awesome stuff from Harry Gagnon at AAO Harry, by the way, on Twitter. And and speaking of those movie quotes, I did want to correct myself, by the way, from earlier that no daddy no move. It's actually from Mr. Deeds. It's a different daddy quote that was in Hot Rod. Still equally funny. But the hand movement specifically, maybe I'll tweet this out like the the gif or something, but the hands up, Mm. very similar from what we saw from Mark Stone to Jamie Benn on that game misconduct penalty last night. We're going to take a quick break, wrapping things up here on the Lombardi line. Final thoughts on tonight's Florida Panthers game and then some. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Plus, if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards Mm. dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located right here on the Las Vegas Strip or nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I kind of feel like I could be one of the people that reads 
the um like the the issue when you have medication what's it called the side effects that i could be a person that reads the side effects really really quickly and quietly on a thing you could happily tell people that if they take this they could die i have a lot of practice i mean not telling people they could die no but i'm just saying like i like the side effect stuff because it's like you know boltismol side effects include death 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 and they're just like you know (laughs) what i mean i'm like well that doesn't really sound they could want to take that risk. Severe migraine that could ultimately lead to death. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I feel like I have a voice for it. You know? Your insides could melt. One of those you know? things. So tonight we Worst have a big game life. coming up in the NHL's Eastern Conference Finals. The Florida Panthers up three games to none against the Carolina Hurricanes. They are a minus 115 favorite on the money line at home in Sunrise, Florida. Carolina minus 105. So, I mean, near pick em type of a game. But the Panthers have clearly risen to the occasion like they have needed to so far winning both games on the road early on it's interesting to see how the futures odds have changed because the florida hurricanes were an odds on minus 140 favorite in this series to start and then it has just slowly creeped and creeped and creeped and the panthers are minus 1600 now um if the panthers win they would be the third time just the third team, excuse me, in the expansion era to reach the Stanley Cup final after entering the postseason as the lowest-ranked team in the playoffs. So what they have done is really, really awesome to get to this point. Now they're the second-shortest shot to win it all behind the Vegas Golden Knights. What do you think? You think they get it done today? I think that I'm going to continue down the path of being very anti-Florida and that the Carolina Hurricane are You're not only... Stick to your guns. Not only are they going to win this game. All right. They are going to win this series. But you don't believe that. Now you're Actually, just Actually, can I make the case? You're can just, I make the case? But you're not living in the world of reality right okay, now. Okay, fine. Let me let me ask you this cuz I was digging you're into just, this a little bit more. I was digging into this a little bit more. So we have three games, all one goal games, correct? I'm I'm correct in saying this. This was 3-2, 2-1, one nothing. All Panthers. Correct? Through three games and very tight games, because remember when we were talking about the the advanced metrics for the Vegas-Dallas game, which was, if you looked at the last game in terms of just the metrics, uh, you would see that Dallas dominated the shot share and all that kind of stuff, expected goals four. But as we talked about, you know, using the soccer term, Vegas kind of parked the bus. We had a really big lead. No need to really pressure a bunch. So we're going to let Dallas just pepper us without outside shots. Doesn't really matter. Well, through three games, all one score games, shot share overwhelmingly in favor of the Carolina Hurricanes. Expected goals four overwhelmingly in favor of the Carolina Hurricanes. High major chances, overwhelmingly in favor of the Carolina Hurricanes. So but that's I'm, not surprising. They're one of the best offense. They are typically so, one of the best offenses yeah, in the NHL. That's so, not surprising. So, but let me ask you this. If I were to tell you that just in those three metrics, erase from your mind the results of this series. If I were to just tell you, hey, a team as dominating in those three categories, has won those three categories consistently through the first three games of the series. Your guess in terms of where that series is at from a series score standpoint would be what? You would assume that they were the team that was up. At the yes. very least, 2-1, right? You know what I mean? Maybe not 3 nothing, but 2-1. So using this to spin it forward, if we assume that through three games they've done exactly what we're talking about, why couldn't it be the case that all of a sudden the luck shifts in their favor if they continue to do what they're doing statistically, and all of a sudden... You get one goal, you get one win, you get another. And I feel like in hockey, tell me if I'm wrong on this. I feel like in hockey, it, it is, I shouldn't say easier, but I'll say it for lack of a better term. It is easier to come back down from 3 nothing as opposed to in basketball because there is more yes. randomness and variance in a series, correct? I would agree, yes. And I am not saying by any stretch of the imagination that it's impossible. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I firmly don't feel that way. Yeah. Beca- and it's not just because they're up three games to none. This Florida Panthers team has just 
continued to exceed expectations Mm -hmm. every single step of the way. And it's more like you are an analytics person. I am a situation and a vibes person. So it's some games I just don't have a bet because I don't have a feel for it. And it's that simple. For tonight's game, this is a game that could very easily go either way because of exactly what you just said. Um, I do give a little bit of an edge to the Florida Panthers being at home, but these closeout games are always the hardest games. We say that as a cliche, but it's very much so true because the other team is fighting for their life more than they have Mm -hmm. in any other situation before. But I also think that a lot of stuff that I thought was going to catch up with the Carolina Hurricanes the previous series that didn't kind of has started to a little bit and that, yes, they're getting a lot of shots from a lot of different places, but they're not necessarily these high-end, incredible scorers that have done it all season long because Mm. their best guys aren't out there. So I think that's caught up to them a little bit. And in the postseason, especially in hockey, when you run into a hot goalie, it can ultimately mean disaster for you. And Sergei Bobrovsky has been that. He wasn't in the regular season. He was, I I would call him average at best Mm -hmm. in the regular season. He has been lights out. He's been like Andre Vasilevsky out there for whatever reason when he was in his Stanley Cup run year after year. Like, Sergei Bobrovsky has been that good. And so I I don't have a feel specifically for a side on tonight's game. I wouldn't be surprised if Florida got it done. I wouldn't be surprised if Carolina lives another day and takes this series back to their home ice. What I do like, though, and I do have a bet in this game, is I bet the under five and a half, and I love the under in this game, mm-hmm. and I think that that is a trend that certainly continues. Like, you look at those first two games of the series, both of them went to overtime, and it was still an under game. Last game was an under game. The defense and the goaltending has been so good, specifically on Florida's side, that I, I feel like under five and a half is it's an easy way to play it. Do you remember what the money line was for game three? Not off the top of my head, okay. but it, I mean, Florida was favored. Okay. I'm just curious because looking at this, obviously at minus 115, it's not a massive uh, advantage in terms of the money line price. And in fact, a price like that would make you think that the market believes that the Carolina Hurricane are still the better team. Uh, and maybe some of the desperation is baked into that. But it, it is odd that we get a Florida team that I think is kind of in a similar situation uh, as the Florida team that's playing basketball right now. Mm-hmm. In that, you know, the market, there is at least some hesitancy in the market to fully believe in Florida at home in a closeout game. And that I don't think it's, you know, there's a lot of things that you could potentially point to that the team they're up on 3 nothing against. Uh, has a little bit more, we'll say, we'll put it this way, has a little bit more going for them than you would think, yes. despite being down 3 nothing. Yes, I mean, they like I said, they were one of the me? best teams throughout the course of the year. They have a top-tier offense. They have a top-tier penalty kill. They have you a lot of me? things going for them. Rarely, if ever. Right, that's what but, I'm saying. I don't yes. know why you're getting heated. You agree with me. I'm not heated. Why are you making me feel heated? I will say, though, for this series, I would refrain because of exactly what you mentioned with these one-goal games. Mm-hmm. I would refrain from the regulation 60-minute bets because we've seen so many go to overtime. I would refrain from laying the puck line if you like the Florida Panthers tonight. Well, and with those two, just really quickly, those are all derived from the basic money line price. So if you, you know, you're betting regulation, just bet the team. Just yeah. bet the team to win it. Yeah, it's that's. I mean, and you're getting the number where it's at right now. It's not like, oh man, I'm trying to bring down a two dollar favorite. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not that type of a situation. The Panthers eight wins this post. Uh, Panthers have eight wins rather in. This postseason in one-goal games, they've been perfect in overtime. Each game of the set, as, as JVT pointed out, has been tied or a one-goal margin throughout. In fact, dating back to the first round for the Florida Panthers against Boston, so 10 total games now, mm. um, the score has been either tied or within a goal 95% of the time for Florida Panthers games. So it just has not been a winning wager for you to approach it from that standpoint. There you go. See? Yeah. Sergey Bobrovsky, though, I do really like for... 
for Conn Smythe if they do get out of this. I mm-hmm. mean, just the numbers still make sense right now, I think. I have a little bit of a better one at 5-1, to one, but the plus 220, I think, is still worthwhile for him because he's been so good if they get out of the series and It'll be shorter. go on to ultimately maybe beat the Golden Knights. I have, I have I'm not putting too much thought into what that series would look like yet in matchups because yeah. one thing at a time. And I'll say really quickly, that series is much different because obviously you have the impending, you would assume, suspension. Uh, on the other end for Dallas. So that's why you really don't want to make the case. And there's not a lot of st- statistics. I can get through it. Um, that point in the Dallas direction as it does for Carolina. Man, what do you think about the Golden? I mean, last minute here, I know. But like, for, in, terms, in terms of who who's going to win the Stanley Cup, do you have a feel? I really get, I, I like, both Florida and Golden Knights have the vibes that I look for at this time. Carolina. So play this back when they happen. All right. I, All I right. would say of the teams that have three nothing series leads, I would I would have to go. I'm just very interested. I'll put it this way: Vegas has been very good defensively, but is it wrong in questioning what they're going to look like against a, an offense like Florida? Yeah. Save the tape. Jonathan Von Tobel wants the 22 to one on the Carolina Hurricanes to win. Man, it's going to be Stanley wild Cup. when the Hurricanes and the Celtics win championships this year. <laughs> this show is just going to be tattooed on my brain for far too long thanks for i was i usually like to say like thanks for a fun show because we have fun on here thanks for torturing me for the last two hours jvt thanks all of you for joining us um same time same place coming up tomorrow michael lombardi back here on the program at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 